Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 104 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in. Rajasthan Royals leveled up their game in IPL 2022 to reach the final of the tournament for the first time since 2008. The inaugural champions faded after hitting the peak in their maiden season under Shane Warne's leadership. They never looked like a title contender after that and failed season after season to reach the final. However, the IPL 2022 mega auction helped them change their fortunes. Royals did smart business and spent their major chunk of money to set up a solid playing This episode will summarize Rajasthan Royals journey this season. On the podcast today we have Sanchit Desai. Sanchit is a 22-year-old currently pursuing a master's in sports management from the International Institute of Sports Management Mumbai. He is a massive sports enthusiast currently associated with the Super Royals initiative by the Rajasthan Royals and is also a core member of the Bharat Army Forum. He's also the main anchor and host at the Third Man Cricket Show where his team conducts live shows and analysis of cricket matches regularly. He aspires to enter the field of sports broadcasting and that is his career priority. Hi Sanjit, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? Good, good, Neha. Uh, first of all, thank you for calling me back on the podcast. I remember we spoke uh, a while ago talking about Rajasthan Royals itself. So it's good to be back on the podcast. Finally, with a happy smile uh, after after <laughs> the season that we've been through in this season. So looking forward to it. Absolutely, you know, heading into the fifteenth edition of this IPL, I think not many people gave uh, RR, you know, the chance of making it to the final. And this is obviously, you know, something that can be attributed to the inconsistent run that they've had. Uh, ever since they won that inaugural edition in 2008 now although they did falter in that final against gujarat titans it was the manner you know in which they turned things around they uh, played the entire season uh, which is you know something they have a lot to be proud of and i'm sure as a fan you too would have a lot to uh, talk about as well so you know to just start the discussion going into the ipl objectively did you expect rajasthan to qualify win that crucial eliminator and eventually make it to the finals uh to be very honest neha i mean if you asked me before the auction, before the uh, the season started and after the auction what would be a good season for rajasthan royals i would have just said that uh, top 4 should be the mandatory priority for going ahead in because uh, if you look at the journey that we have had in the last couple of years we didn't make the playoffs since 2018 if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. and it's been almost 4 years since we last made the playoffs and with a couple of wooden spoons and 7th uh, or 8th finishes so objectively if we wanted to take the next step i think playoffs would have been a mandatory criteria and we managed to do that uh, quite convincingly so i think getting that top 2 position in this season was very much crucial and after that after losing the first qualifier to uh, to gujarat titans uh, unfortunately i wasn't there to witness it because i was away mm-hmm. from india and there was no proper telecast to watch that match but i did have some jitters going ahead into that match against uh, rcb because I, it, a lot of talks i mean not all i think every talk was about rcb going ahead into that match and how they will uh, they will be ready for for that encounter and plus uh, knowing our record against a team like rcb in the recent years hasn't been that quite convincing so to get that win in such a fashion uh, to get into the final i think that was tremendous so mm-hmm. uh, overall i think we did i did feel that uh, we had a wonderful season yes uh, it feels hurting that we could not uh, 
get over the line in the final in the finals. But um, if you look at it from a retrospective angle, I think we had a memorable season indeed. Right, and you know, carrying that same uh, vein of thought with respect to looking at the analysis part of it, could you also evaluate the highs and lows of the season? Yeah, for a change, Neha, I mean, plenty of highs than lows in this season for Rajasthan mm-hmm. Royals, and I could just keep on talking about all the highs for hours and hours, but unfortunately, I have to adhere to the time limit. But uh, talking about the most biggest highs, I think it has to be the way we batted, especially mm-hmm. I mean, Josh Butler. I mean. Uh, Alphabets are alphabets and words are not enough to actually describe the kind of a journey he's had in this season and uh, what a consistency. There was a period where he, where we thought that he's going into a slump, but still he came back and scored a, a eighty and a hundred in the playoffs, and that mm-hmm. just shows what kind of a season Josh Butler had. So Josh Butler was definitely one of the the highlight points and one of the many highs that we had in this season, and also. very notably i think the way we bowled because you know that with rajasthan royals we have been quite unlucky with our bowling department in the last few years we got couple of injury play, injury concerns going ahead into the the season in the last few years even there were some players who missed out on the playoffs when we made in 2018 due to international uh, commitments but hmm. this season i think the bowling lineup that we that we stuck with especially the indian core i mean ashwin yuzvendra chahal and prasith krishna for that matter i think these three really did well and it is very difficult to actually come into the into a new team new team environment and play the way we did in the first season itself so i think that was one of the biggest highs and not just for this season i think that is going to be the benchmark for for the, for years to come because if you look at the the average age of our players that we have in the current squad i think it's hardly Uh, many many players are in the range of 25 to 30 apart from one or two who are in the higher uh, in, in the middle 30 30s for that matter so we got a quite a good good uh, core of indian players and also quite a lot of youngsters who can make it big in the in the years to come so the to find that right balance between experience and youth in this season has to be one of the one of the another highs and talking about the lows of this season uh, definitely i think uh, losing nathan coulton i right after the first uh, first match had to create lots of problems for us because that mm-hmm. fifth bowler plus that number 7 spot i think that is what uh, limited our batting uh, to an extent uh, yes we did punch above our weight with the with the batting lineup that we had i mean we played majority of the season with just six batters plus ashwin i mean ashwin was a surprise card indeed with the way he batted mm-hmm. but i still feel that number 7 spot was one of the low, lows of the season because we did experiment a lot uh, at one point we had darrel mitchell play in that role then uh, kuldeep sain was also given couple of games then after that we stuck with obed mccoy who was a revelation indeed so i do feel that uh, not identifying a proper player in that uh, lower order finishing role has to be one of the lows and another low has to be the middle order especially because yes mm-hmm. we had a wonderful run at the top of the order with josh butler yashish vijayswal and even sanju samson here and there with the runs but that middle order i feel uh, was quite underwhelming uh, to to an extent and that is why we lost the final also so to name of two players like riyan parag for that matter i don't think he delivered as per the we we actually wanted him to i mean the management plus the fans put a lot of faith in that uh, in that role but uh, it didn't uh, it didn't actually get reflected yes uh, we did not see riyan parag batting in an ideal position in this season but still i feel that in the last few games where he could have actually made a difference it, it did not happen but uh, yeah i think that has to be uh, one of the another lows and and one more underrated lows which i would say is the way we is the fifth bowler for rajasthan royals mm-hmm. i did make a make a point about this uh, earlier but the fifth bowler i think was 
was a big concern for us. Yes, we did actually solve it in the last few games with Obed McCoy coming in, coming in great. But still, I feel that uh, there were a couple of overs which I felt it did not go that well. So even in the playoffs, we saw that Ashwin wasn't uh, doing really well. So that is when you actually need a fifth baller to actually cover up those overs from an underperforming player like Ashwin in the playoffs. So that did not happen and that actually exposed our balling to an extent. So I think this is these are the some highs and lows of this season, but plenty of highs uh, definitely for this season. Absolutely. You know, as a fan, if you're objectively able to see this, it uh, really uh, looks good. And you did bring in a lot of points. But uh, first, you know, we can talk about Joss Butler. Now, this man <laughs> has scored 863 runs, emerged as not only the highest run scorer, but also, you know, probably the most impactful player too. And uh, Rajasthan's wins mostly hinged uh, on his contributions, which can be seen as a positive and a negative. He's also your orange cap holder. But then, uh, you know, he had that dry patch and that dry run in between. And then, you know, he was really struggling to uh, gain form, but he rediscovered his form with that fighting knock against Gujarat Titans in Qualifier 1, where he played really well in the Eliminator 2. So how impressed were you with Josh Butler's form, you know, considering how he was retained and not uh, Jofra Archer and uh, Ben Stokes? So how impressed were you with him? Absolutely impressed, Nia. I mean, I know that we have the cameras off and even the audience would not be able to see the smile that I have on my <laughs> face while talking about the man himself. But Josh Butler, I mean, he was such a revelation. The way he played, I think it was as similar to, to the likes of David Warner in 2016 and even, uh, even to an extent Virat Kohli of mm-hmm. 2016 because he single-handedly carried the Rajasthan Royals top order batting uh, in the season. And 863 runs, if you look at it, I mean, it's, it's simply remarkable. Plus, getting 400s in a season. I mean, we thought that when Virat Kohli scored that in 2016, we thought that it's not going to happen again. But mm-hmm. Josh Butler did it. And even though having a slump of seven matches in between, he still managed to score 863 with 400s. And that just speaks to speaks to an extent the kind of a season he's had. So very much happy. And uh, a little bit of... Uh, uh, what can I say, relief because last season we did miss Josh Butler in the second half of mm. the season. He was unavailable uh, due to family commitments. So it was so good to see Josh Butler firing the way he does. And plus, I think this is the first time that we saw Josh Butler play an entire season of the IPL without missing a match because usually we see that uh, English players go for their international commitments during the playoffs. So for an, to an, to a, for a change, I think uh, Josh Butler playing the entire season did help uh, Rajasthan Royals uh, quite a lot in this season. So very much happy and hope that um, he continues this form uh, going ahead into the, the next season also. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about key superstars, we had uh, Rajasthan Royals also spend on uh, Indian spinners. That's in the form of Ravi Ashwin and Yuzi Chahil. And they obviously, you know, reaped the benefit as well. Throughout the league phases of the tournament, these bowlers played really well. Now, if you look at stats, right, in 17 matches, uh, Chahil picked up 27 wickets at an economy of 7.8, a strike rate of 15.1. And he became the lone bowler to even register that hat-trick and was among the three bowlers to, you know, pick that five-wicket haul. So if you had to rate the spin duo's performance, how would you look at it? Definitely, I would rate it in the higher nines out of ten. Definitely, because I think these these two players, as I as I said earlier, Chahal and Ashwin, these were I think our initial buys in the auction also. And I think Ashwin was our first buy in the auction, and that actually uh, set the tone for Rajasthan Royals this season. And the way that they performed in in partnership, I think we really lacked uh, a good spin baller. I remember we spoke about Rajasthan Royals right after the season last year, and I actually made a point that. Uh, 
the spin department of, uh, of Rajasthan Royals is pretty much underwhelming because we had the likes of Rahul Tewardi and Shreyas Gopal to ball four overs consistently. And that was not quality balling to get you uh, over the line in the playoffs or, or even an IPL trophy. But this year, I think we made our intention clear right from the auction to get two premium Indian quality spinners and they did deliver. I mean, Yuzvendra Chal, uh, I mean, what can you say about him? He just is in the form of his life. 27 wickets and an economy of 7.8. And every time he actually had the ball in his hand, you felt that, yeah, a wicket is going to come. That's the impact that he has had in this in this season. And plus, Ravichandra and Ashwin. And I mean, Ashwin and Chahal, the best part about this duo uh, in this season was that even though Ashwin was not taking enough wickets in the middle, but he was still creating pressure with the way he was bowling economically. And that allowed Chahal from the other end to get the, the wickets after building pressure uh, by, by his partner at the other end. And that is what you love to see as a cricket fan because a cricket match is not won by one or two players. It is won by our entire team's performance. Mm-hmm. And that is what you saw in this uh, in the season by Rajasthan Royals. So it was really pleasing to see Ashwin and Chahal perform in duo this season. And there was there were times that we we saw both of them did not click together. And that is where Rajasthan Royals lost a few matches. A, a game against Kolkata, I can remember. Even Gujarat in the qualifier won uh, for that matter. So that just shows that how how much crucial these two players' performances were for Rajasthan Royals. So it was pretty much um, uh, a good thing for Rajasthan Royals to finally get that tick on the spin ballers. And this is the partnership, I think, which is going to serve us for one or two years, definitely going ahead. Exactly. And, uh, you know, even when you look at Ravi Ashwin in isolation, he then would not just whip the ball, but also with the bat, right? And this was his debut season for Rajasthan Royals, you know, coming into this new setup. But I think what was really, uh, you know, inspiring to see was how he proved his mettle with that all-round abilities. Now, until now, no franchise had probably utilized his batting talent as well as the Rajasthan Royals did. So how refreshing was it for you to see Ashwin, you know, this all-rounder emerge? Absolutely refreshing because uh, Neha, I remember a game against Lucknow uh, in the early April. I think that was our first game against Lucknow. And it was like, like Rajasthan was playing their fifth or sixth game. Mm-hmm. And the, the matches before that, Josh Butler was playing really well. So that was the first match where Josh Butler failed to perform. And we were in a spot of bother with, uh, in a position of 61 for three batting first. 61 for four for that matter. And we saw Ashwin coming in ahead of uh, Hetmeyer and... Uh, uh, Rian Parag. So I remember I was in the crowd with uh, with a fellow Rajasthan Royals fan, and we were like, "What what is wrong with this team? Why Ashwin is ahead?" And the way he played that that game, and that was the first time we ever saw a batsman getting voluntarily retired out. Uh, in that in that particular match. So, I think that was Ashwin's call as well. So, the way that he batted in this season, especially the runches that we had against Chennai Super Kings in the last league game to get us that crucial top to finish, I mean, it was simply remarkable. And Ashwin with the bat this season has been a revelation. And it did not even look like he's a, he's a balling all-rounder. Some of the strokes that he played against quality ballers, uh, I remember the game against Lucknow, he was hitting hitting the spin baller uh, Ravi Bishnoi for fun. And even in the game against Chennai, when the Spinners were balling really well. The way he was hitting uh, those longer, uh, those long sixes, I mean, it, it looked like a prime bat- batter in form. So it was simply remarkable to see Ashwin, uh, Ashwin the batter more. And we saw the glimpses of the good old Ravichandran Ashwin in whites, who scored five, uh, five, four or five test hundreds uh, finally, finally arrive in the IPL. So definitely it was, it was an amazing thing. And to, to just 
retrospect that we got Ravichandran Ashwin for just six crores, five or six crores. I think that just shows that we got a worthy of a deal. So pretty much happy with Ashwin, the all rounder for this season, and hope that it continues in the seasons to come forward. Fair enough. And you know, talking about players who continued their good run, I think it becomes pertinent to also talk about Sanju Samson. Now he led Rajasthan Royals into the top two after the league stage, and this was only the second time in the franchise's history, you know, that they made it this far in IPL. Not only did his, you know, that calm and composed demeanor impress as a leader, but I think what was even more fascinating to see was that proactive approach and you know the kind of uh, stability he had in his decision making, the way he rotated his bowlers, and I'm sure you. have a lot more points to bring up about him while his batting on the other hand it was pretty you know mediocre scoring 458 runs from 17 matches the average is not that great and with just two half centuries he obviously would have wanted to have that better season uh, with the bat but uh, he also you know missed out on uh, getting selected for the series against south africa starting next month so if you had to reflect on sanju samson the skipper and the batter uh, thoughts Yeah, so I'll first talk about Sanju Samson, the batter, because a lot of points has to be made about that. Yes, uh, the records actually speak that it is it was pretty underwhelming if you compare it with Sanju Samson of the past. Uh, I mean, he was scoring four hundred, four fifty plus five hundred runs for fun, and uh, I think this season it was quite a different role for him because uh, earlier. Uh, he was batting at a different position. I think number four was the position he started off with. Then Devdutt Padikal moved to number four, and Sanju started batting at number three. I think the role that he played this season was a pretty different one. He was not the the anchor for Rajasthan Royals in this season. He was someone who just came in, tried to go for go for big runs, and just just perished uh, after scoring good cameos like fifteen balls, twenty. Twenty uh, ball, forty, and we saw that those those crucial cameos coming coming in clutch situation. Even the game against Gujarat Titans in the qualifier one, the way he played uh, the Gujarat bowlers, uh, I mean that was simply remarkable. So yeah, I think the record was pretty underwhelming, but I think the strike rate that he batted with really helped the team's cause. Uh, so we can say that it was a pretty selfless approach from Sanju Samson, which mm. actually costed him a, him a place in the in the South Africa series. And we don't know when the next chance will come because it is such a It's such a packed, uh, packed schedule for Team India, and plus a lot of competition that you have in that particular batting order. Hmm. So we can very well say that Sanju Samson actually sacrificed his position in the in the Indian team for the way he batted in the season. But if you talk about his captaincy, I mean, I would rate. If you ask me to rate it, I would say nine point five out of ten because Sanju Samson, the skipper, I think it has to be talked a lot, and the way that he. He was actually backing the bowlers, especially because uh, it was actually seen in the last season also. But uh, due to the results and the points table position that we were in, it wasn't talked about a lot. Hmm. But even in, the, in in tough situation, like I was in stands, I watched almost all the Rajasthan Royals game. Even in tough situation, when when the bowlers were getting hit for fun, like uh, one of the instances I remember, Obed McCoy's infamous over against Delhi Capitals, <laughs> if you remember the Robin Powell hmm. uh, heroics, uh, yeah. which wasn't to be. Uh, I remember Sanju Samson remaining calm, and after every ball, he was going to the to, to the young bowler and having a word with him, and talking about remaining calm in such situation. I think that actually was such a good thing to see as a fan, even in even when things are not going your way, you to see your leader, the skipper of your team. being uh, being cool headed and calm in such situation i was remarkable and that actually allowed us to 
be ahead of the game in majority of the season and uh, even when things looked a little bit difficult and we there were instances for for example like the game against kolkata the first game in brebon the 200 uh, uc chal hattrick game mm-hmm. at one point kolkata were looking like they were just going, they were just going to chase it with with ease for that matter when ayer ayer and finch were batting but mm-hmm. the way sanju samson was remaining calm and the way he bought to make those changes keeping uzi uzi's last few overs for for the death overs i think that was the game changing moment for for rajasthan royals because that got yuzendra chahal bowling the 17th 18th over and uh, kolkata had no option but to go for go for go hit against uh, against yuzendra chahal and that got uzi the hat trick and that uh, that actually turned the result into our favor so such crucial decisions actually has to be applauded for sun from sanju samson and we really do see a wonderful future as a as an indian skipper also in the future if if that happens but for for now i think rajasthan royals is definitely in safer hands with sanju samson at the helm agreed completely agreed and uh, you know hoping to see him in india colors uh, soon but uh, i think what you the way you answered just you know really put a fresh perspective on uh, looking at sanju's batting but uh, even when you look at rajasthan royals right there was one of the teams that boasted of a complete bowling attack now you had a core bowling attack that comprised uh, trent bolt prasid krishna uc chahal and you had ashwin and these guys were playing for different franchises you know coming together here and you know gelling so well as a team must uh, have been a you know really interesting thing for you fans as well so uh, what do you think was you know unique about this attack that was literally created from scratch and uh, seeing them you know complement each other so well has to be the highlight so how happy were you with this bowling attack definitely a lot happy i mean uh, this is what every rajasthan royals fan actually dreamed of a good bowling attack to actually challenge for the title rather than just settle for a top four spot and it the intentions intentions were made clear when we got the likes of uzi chahal ravi ashwin trent bolt for that matter and we spent a lot of bucks on prasid krishna who actually delivered well uh, for a change and uh, that has to be applauded so if you ask me about unique things about this bowling lineup i feel that we we actually managed to stick with the core for the entire season because usually with rajasthan royals you see after one or two games we we ideally like to change the change the bowling bowling lineup completely and reshuffle it with the options that we have so very rarely you see three out of the five bowlers playing an entire season because uzi chahal ashwin and prasid krishna played the entire season of 18 matches and that very rarely happens in a rajasthan royals side so irrespective of the form that they were going through uh, still backing the core players to actually turn up because i feel that rajasthan royals is one of the only teams where their core players actually stepped up because with the other teams if you compare it their core players did not step up to to the extent that they would have liked for example rcb for that matter and uh, even the delhi capitals or or any other team for that matter so with rajasthan royals the core players who actually were expected to step up actually stepped up and that has to do with the fact that we actually played the entire uh, entire season for these three boys so i think that was very unique for me as a rajasthan royal fan sticking with the same bowling combination yeah one or two players were changing due to injury concerns of or some or the other thing but we still stuck with five bowler theory and as a as a test bowler fan as a as a test cricket fan and as a virat kohli fan having five bowlers in your team is such a pleasing thing so to have that five bowler theory i think that really brought a smile on my face and irrespective of the runs that we put up in the first innings i was backing our bowlers to do the job and that is the kind of confidence it actually got 
the team actually showed uh, in in the fans so going ahead into the season going ahead into the future season for that matter going with five five good ballers i think it it is for sure that uh, rajasthan royals will definitely uh, benefit from this theory so i think that was pretty much unique and uh, as i said i was very much happy with this uh, with this bowling attack fair enough and uh, even when you had like i mentioned you know the more prominent names in the bowling attack but uh, who do you think was you know the find of the season for rajasthan you can talk about domestic players who impressed you this can be batting or bowling department uh, i'll i'll say two names basically so uh, from indian point of view i think kuldeep sen was one of the find of the season because mm-hmm. he was pretty much uh, raw when he came in and uh, he was pretty much raw when he came in and uh, the way he performed especially in a crucial match against uh, in a crucial match against uh, lucknow at wankhede the way he bowled to stoinis in the last over that actually showed that this guy is made of steels so kuldeep sen was one of the find and the other find has to be obed mccoy because after the delhi capitals game uh, neha we all <laughs> like even i for that matter i would say that i wrote him off and i don't think i didn't think that he was a good option to get in the uh, in the auction but the way he came back the way he was actually using his variations i believe that obed mccoy has a wonderful uh, career as a death bowler because his variation is very difficult for any batter to pick because he actually can bowl uh, at 130 and then the next ball he can ball at 145 so he can use that variation of 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 speed and uh, even even the ball in the ball that he balls but to an extent so i think that has to be a wonderful uh, trick to have up your sleeve, sleeve as a bowler so obed mccoy definitely if groomed properly he will be a big big player for rajasthan royals so these two players i think has to be the find of the season for me exactly and uh, you know we did talk about riyan parag earlier in the episode and i believe he's immensely talented but he was you know probably grossly underutilized this season uh, he got limited opportunities but he just couldn't impress so going ahead sangakara did mention you know that they may slot him higher in the batting order and you know refine his bowling skills and everything but what's your thoughts on you know going ahead for riyan parag Uh, to be very honest neha right right after the auctions i do i did believe that riyan parag's best performances came when he batted higher up the order but uh, there was a point of dilemma like if he bats higher up the order but that would be at, that would be on what cost will you drop someone like a devdat padikal whom you got at 8 crores no that's not going to happen will you bat him ahead of shimron hetmeyer no that didn't happen so ideally number 5 number 6 was the position that he was able to bat at in this season because of the players that we had in the top 4 but if sangagara has made this uh, this statement that really shows that we still do believe that riyan parag will play a crucial role in the future but that also means that we might make a bold call with devdat padikal by releasing him is i really don't want that to happen but with this statement they clearly are implying that riyan parag will be batting at number 4 at max because he was batting at number 5 or 6 in the season so by batting mm-hmm. higher i mean of 3 or number 4 will be the ideal position so number 4 is what i am hinting at so i think that will mean that we are going to be uh releasing someone like a devdat padikal for 8 crores and that allows us to spend that uh spend that in the in the mini auction that is going to come ahead, uh, next year so i really don't agree with uh, dropping devdat padikal but i think uh, you have to accommodate uh, one or two players so you have to make those sacrifices so if that is what the management feels is the right decision then uh, i really uh, have a lot of faith in them right and uh, were there any other set of players you know who you thought would actually play, play really well but kind of disappointed you and didn't live up to the expectation set 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, one of them has to be Riyan Parag because uh, go, after the auctions, I remember tweeting about Riyan Parag that I felt that he will have a lot to prove in this season. He's going to be the player to watch out for for Rajasthan Royals. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, maybe due to his position, maybe due to the fact that he was not given a stable role in the side. But yeah, I was pretty much um, underwhelmed by the way Riyan Parag uh, performed because I did feel that he will have a lot of role as an all-rounder because I... I don't think Riyan Parag balled more than three overs in this season overall. So, he wasn't needed required. But still, I feel that uh, he could have been utilized as an all-rounder. So, I think Riyan Parag is definitely one of the names who di- didn't quite live up to, to my expectations. And another name I would say is uh, definitely Devdutt Padikal. Because getting him at eight crores, I do feel that he was going to play a crucial role for Rajasthan Royals, especially in that top order. Hmm. And... Uh, Devdutt Padikal, I feel it was a pretty odd case because very rarely you see a batter, an opening batter who had a wonderful season with RCB uh, a season ago. But this season, he had a different role altogether, batting at number four position. So, it was pretty difficult for him to adjust because there were times where even he was asked to open in the absence of Yashasvi Jaiswal. So, he had to adapt to two different roles altogether. So, I think that may have played a part in his uh, performances this season. But I still feel that the, the way Devdutt Padikal played this season, I felt he could have have done a little bit better in terms of his strike rate because I feel that his strike rate was the reason why which allowed a lot of pressure to creep upon someone like a Sanju Samson or even a Josh Butler for that matter. So I think these two players I felt they didn't quite live up to my expectation and I feel that if they are going to be a part of the team next year then they have to step up and uh, prove every critic wrong going ahead. Absolutely and you know talking of things not working as per plan what, according to you, went wrong in that finals? You know, batting first. first. First off, let's talk about the toss. You know, winning the toss was a good idea to bat first. And any other uh, takeaways from that finals? Uh, so, yeah, I think it's still too early to talk about the finals <laughs> because I still haven't recovered from it. But, right. yeah, I mean, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, anticlimactic, I would say, for from Rajasthan Royals' point of view because after reaching the final, we all thought that finally the dream is just within within one uh, one step. So I feel that uh, the way we batted was the reason why we lost it. Uh, some might say that uh, we should have chosen to ball first on that wicket in uh, in Ahmedabad, but I still feel that in a big final, having runs on the board would actually do well. Plus, we were batting with just uh, six batters in that in this season, so it was pretty much like a bold move to actually back your batters to chase it down against a quality lineup like Gujarat uh, in this season. So I feel that batting first was a good decision. But the way we batted, I think that was pretty much underwhelming. Uh, if you look at the scores that the, the batters had in the final, the likes of Sanju Samson, Josh Butler, even Devdutt Padikal, they got start, they got crucial starts, but they could not carry it on. And in final, final you need your, your key players to have, have uh, utilized their start, the start that they got. And that didn't happen. And that is why we saw that the run rate was never a problem till the 15 overs i mean we were going at a pretty good rate but we kept losing wickets on a, uh, on a regular interval and that actually costed us a lot and uh, i think 131 in any final apart from one one in 2017 hasn't been uh, defended quite successfully so 131 is obviously not a good good total to defend upon so i think the way we batted actually uh, set the tone for the entire match in the final. So, I feel that 150 or even 160 for that matter would have meant the result to go uh, in our favour. But yeah, I think the batting actually disappointed a lot. Right. I mean, as a fan, it uh, must be, you know, really difficult for you to uh, look back at this finals. 
but uh, even personally for you right how is it like to you know see rajasthan play so well throughout the season now in your case you did attend a lot of matches and you were proactively involved with the super royals as well so could you reflect on that journey as well yeah definitely yeah i mean uh, it was a pretty memorable season for me as a fan irrespective of whatever happened in the final i mean i would obviously happily take a lot of memories from the last two months with uh, with super royals because uh, it was due to the super royals which uh, uh, for which i got to see majority of the matches i think i saw 12 or 13 matches in this season uh, missing just one or two matches so i think i have to thank super royals community and the entire rajasthan royals management for making it a different kind of an atmosphere uh, for for me as a fan and that it was pretty much memorable and plus uh, a lot of good things uh, came out of this season because a lot of criticisms were were actually asked to rajasthan royals for not creating a good fan base uh, in the in the league and rajasthan royals were the team was a team where where you see lot a least number of fans uh, supporting but this season i think that actually changed a lot even in uh, in grounds like wankhede brebon pune for that matter even in motera in the final match i think we saw lots of rajasthan royal supporters turning up and that has to do uh, to with the fact that the the off field activities that rajasthan royals management does on social media and uh, taking care of the fans i think rajasthan royals does really well especially mm-hmm. on social media and even super royals have now started to actually do something for the fans with lots of contest with uh, where you can get free tickets merchandise is having a call with the players so i think these uh, small small factors played a crucial role in getting that that fan base on board so even though we did not win the ultimate trophy uh, for wani at the end but uh, it actually pushed us beyond uh, beyond the the level that we were in 2021 in terms of fan base and brand manage brand uh, brand image for that matter so i'm sure that uh, next year when when the teams will be playing the majority of the matches in their home ground especially in jaipur i think this is going to be the first time since 2019 where teams are going to play in their home grounds i think we will see lots of good fans uh, fan base coming up to watch uh, watch the team play in home condition and also away in cities like mumbai and gujarat for that matter so definitely a lot of positives to take from this season in terms of uh, the fan base acqu- acquisition and also on field performances so pretty much really happy with this season season overall and uh, really have to thank super royals and rr management for it right and uh, one last question before we wrap up this is do you think there are any areas that rajasthan can you know work specifically on like any takeaways learnings from the season that they can you know probably just take on to the next season and anything more they can do in that mini auction before ipl 2023 yeah definitely i mean uh, a lot of good things to actually reflect upon right like um, after this season and uh, the major area i think we should be focusing upon is that number 7 spot Uh, after nathan kultanel as i said earlier that we, sh- we really did not have a quality overseas all rounder in that in that role and that actually allowed us to play just with six batters instead of seven if you compare it with other teams so batting depth was compromised in this season so i feel that if we can get a good all rounder a ba- overseas all rounder in the in the mini auction maybe someone like a sam karan i don't know if that is a realistic uh, option i don't think csk fans will agree with me on this but uh, <laughs> if sam if someone like a sam karan is available in the auction i think we should go for him but that also means that you need to be clearing up a lot of funds in the in the mini uh, in the ahead of the mini auction so maybe harsh call on maybe someone like a deedat padikal to free up the funds will be will be uh, a logical decision but yeah number 7 spot has to be the area that we focus upon and one more thing which i would really love rajasthan royals to focus upon is having a good spin bowling uh, depth because ashwin 
yes, he had a wonderful season, but still, I feel that age is not on his side, and we don't know what to expect from him next season because he very rare. He he just plays one format of cricket, uh, the Test cricket, and and this season India is not going to play a lot of Test matches. So I think rustiness will play a factor for someone like a Ravi Ashwin going ahead into the next season. So I feel that having a good spin bowling uh, option uh, to has to have as a backup in the next uh, next season will be a good thing because. Just to just to be safer than than sorry for that matter. So I think having a good backups uh, will be will be a crucial point to to focus upon along with the number seven spot. But apart from that, I think uh, we should be pretty much sorted to actually go have another uh, have another go at the title next season. Fair enough. And any final thoughts for the Rajasthan Royals fans and anything else? Yeah. So one message I would love to give to all the Rajasthan Royals fans who who will be tuning into this show. Firstly, I would like to thank uh, Neha. I mean. for uh, bringing me on this podcast again and it was pretty much amazing to actually share uh, what uh, what the what a kind of a journey i've been through and i th- i i hope that this is the kind of a journey every rajasthan royals went went through in this season so my message to all the rr fans will be that keep supporting the team the way we supported this season it was a memorable run until the final and even after the final it, we can still reflect upon it and have a, and have a talk about it with a big smile on our face and this is the kind of a season which actually gels the fan base together as well not just the team but even the fan base together so i my one message to all the rr fans would be that keep supporting the team the way we supported this season irrespective of whatever happens next season we might not see the same kind of a performance next season but uh, all we can do is keep supporting them the way we did i think i mean if we can do that then that would definitely have a lot of change on the way we are perceived as a as a franchise in this uh, in this uh, tournament so a lot of good things to come and hopefully if we manage to do it for one in next season for for sure that absolutely has to be a very fitting conclusion to what has been another fun collaboration with you sanjit uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me on the podcast and you know sharing your wonderful journey i hope uh, rajasthan can do it next season as much as i am an rcb fan telling this i still want you know the best for the other franchises as well but uh, thank you so much sanjit and here's hoping we can have uh, more collaborations in the future till then take care and thank you so much thank you yeah thank you I'd like to thank you all for ardently supporting my blog and this podcast. We're growing each episode strength to strength. It really gives me the strength and zeal to keep working and delivering quality content to you all. A heartfelt thank you. Do check out Adhreet Never in the Backfoot on Instagram and Adhreet Never in the Back one on Twitter for the latest facts, trivia, quizzes, terminology and a lot more. The podcast is also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Overcast and a lot of other platforms. So please do spread the word. Also feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions for the already published episodes and recommendations for future topics. Do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated. See you next time listeners. Cheers, stay safe and take care. Bye for now.